Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Hi, everybody. Today, I am talking to you about recognizing common tactics used by gaslighters and manipulators. I have had quite a few clients that have been victims of gaslighting, narcissistic abuse, uh, the sense that, that, that it leaves the person with the sense that uh, they're inadequate, they're crazy, mostly that they're maybe they're looking at things incorrectly. And it's such a painful thing for the reasons I'll talk about in a little bit, you know. And I've become pretty passionate about helping people because there's a, there's a brainwashing that happens uh, that actually what takes place is, you know, there's an expression like a frog uh, when it's in water on a pot and you start to boil it, doesn't know it's boiling until it's too late kind of thing. Well, I'm not saying it's ever too late for people, but um, there oftentimes that's the feel, that's what it is. It's sort of like the person is being slowly made to feel like their reality is off. And uh, they're oftentimes with someone who, uh, cannot own their own their own truth, or they have a need to manipulate for power, and it can be very painful. So I'm talking to you about these common tactics, so that uh, if you know, if you or someone you know is going through something like this, this might help. Now, the first thing that uh, manipulators do, uh, in, in, you know, manipulators, gaslighters do, is they they do they just lie. They're, they're able to lie. Um, they lie often. They lie without much effort. They're, um, they, they say they don't recognize themselves as liars. And they act quite like, what's wrong with you? I'm not lying. They oftentimes use va- very vague words. So what happens there is you begin to have self-doubt. Like You question everything become uncertain of even the most um, mundane situations because it doesn't resonate with you. And and that's part of the problem is that um, you can start to deny your own reality when somebody is so clear that they are not telling lies and yet it's not truthful to you. Now, this, of course, I'm talking about any kind of relationship. It could be a spouse, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a mother, a father, even a sibling, can be a coworker, a boss. Okay, the other things related to uh, lying is they just deny. You know, they they didn't say it. You didn't get it right. You're overreacting. You didn't. I didn't say it the way you said it. Uh, the way you remember it. Um, you know. So it, again, it's it's more of the same of deny. Um, no, look, I mean, is it possible for somebody to perceive things incorrectly? Of course. And that, 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 the fact that that's true can be used against you. When you're constantly in a pattern of feeling like, wait a second. Oh, you're minimizing it. You're denying it. <clears throat> that's a tip-off. 
But of course, it's easy to question your own reality, accept their reality. Um, the other thing I see is that gaslighters, manipulators employ other people. They get a whole army. They're able to charm or persuade a person's parents. I've had a number of clients where the parents sided with the spouse who was gaslighting and manipulating because they, that gaslighter took, actually it was a plan and to plan, I have two of them in mind, where they planned and they continued to plant seeds of doubt about their own children and the adult children, and they, they believed it over their own children. So now you have a person who not only is being gaslit by their partner in this case, in these examples, but their parents are gaslighting them too, not validating their reality. And it's really very, very painful. There's also using what you love against you. Um, a lot of times if a person really loves a hobby, they'll say, that's such a stupid thing. I can't believe you waste your time doing that. Or why, you know, you're doing art when you could be feeding us or, or cooking more meals when the person maybe finds art as something that nourishes them and makes them feel alive. I'm thinking of examples of people, real people, as I share this with you. Um, and so the person has to say, well, maybe they're right. It is kind of frivolous activity, which it is not. It is a very important activity. Self-nurturing is crucial. It helps the person be better at other things. Even being a better partner, if they had a partner who accepted that and appreciated that, definitely could be a better parent uh, when you do the things that make you feel alive. But typically, they'll use that. If the parent knows that, if the parent regards themselves as, as a good mom or dad or that they're that the um, that's a very important part of their life is to be a good parent. The gaslighter will spend quite a bit of time proving to them that they're a bad parent. And once again, because we all have flaws, no one's perfect. Gaslighters are good at using the truth against you. There's a partial, partial, partial truth, but it doesn't mean you're not a good parent because um, you um, yelled at the kids one time. And sometimes I have found that they yell at the kids when they hit such a threshold with their gaslighting partner. And the gaslighting partner says, what? What did you do? Why did you do that? You know, and it's very important. I'm, I'm going to uh, stop for a moment, do a little bit of uh, – share a little concern I have. I've noticed that some therapists, human therapists, definitely the legal system is really not good at spotting these gaslighting narcissistic tendencies in people. And so these gaslighters are really good at making the other person look bad. So in a divorce situation, custody situation especially, I've seen this happen where the person who is the victim of the gaslighting starts to look bad because the person is so good and have spent their time trying so hard to look good and to win, whereas the person who is the victim is trying to be a good parent. And so they can't beat the planning and the maliciousness and the intentional harm that the other person, the gaslighting, manipulating parent is doing to the divorcing parent. And so I have 
not seen a whole lot of great evidence. There are, uh, I was listening to a talk on gaslighting and somebody had mentioned that there are, um, so you have to look for the judges, the attorneys, the people that are really good at spotting this. But I think that uh, that is the minority. I just want to say I've seen that happen. Uh, Therapists too, that buy into it. I had one couple that saw me and she uh, was, she is an emotional person and she married a man. Oh, she was about to marry a man. She was engaged to a man who was successful, very, very successful in business and um, narcissistic, definitely. Anyway, he had um, given his, one of his daughters money for school and she took that money for college and used it for everything else and dropped out and didn't tell her father about it. And he might've felt guilty maybe about the last divorce. Maybe uh, he was, he, sometimes some of these people see a person like their daughter as a source of narcissistic supply, especially she was a pretty woman, pretty young girl. So he can't see her as anything but wonderful. And meanwhile, she's really mean as her brother was to this new person, his fiance. And in the session, she said, you know, you're hard on me, but you don't support me with your daughter. And then you didn't even confront her about how she took money from you. This is a very, very fair statement. And then he said, well, if you have such a problem with the way I parent, well, maybe we should just break off the engagement. How about that? And she got really upset. She loves this man really emotional and she started to get upset and she was crying hysterically and uh, the the man in this case this man sometimes could be the woman but the man in this case looks at me and goes look how crazy she is this is what i got to deal with and then i said well look what a crazy maker you are she was fine until you just made that comment you are good at bringing that out of her don't factor you out of the equation so that was the last time he saw me, <laughs> didn't come back. And uh, anyway, for whatever reason, they asked me for another referral, me. Um, so I gave them a woman who I thought was good. And she, I think for the most part she is, but she called me up a month later. We had a signed release to talk. Let that happen too. She goes, boy, that woman, she really is a piece of work, isn't she? Whew. And I said, she's emotional. She gets, she's, she, she, she's very, she accesses the feelings easily and sometimes she gets scared. But I think you're missing the point. And I talked about that session and she says, I was missing the point. He's been really good at making me see her as the bad one. So it's really something to look at where they project, which is another thing. So there's the lies, there's the denial. There's using what you care about or what's important to you against you. But there's also this projection, like you're crazy. You're the bad one. There's blaming and projection. And this therapist bought into it, but uh, I think I was, it was helpful. And uh, she was able to set some more boundaries. I don't know. I don't remember if they continued with her. My guess is they probably didn't continue long if she had the courage to confront him, which really it was necessary. If you don't confront that, then you're really contributing to the self-doubt of the victim. Um, if 
you know, one of the things that a gaslighter manipulator does is over a long period of time, they just keep tearing at your self-esteem, putting you down, telling you you're wrong for wanting that. And after a while, the victim starts to lose their sense of self. Um, so you see that. Also, um, the words and actions don't match. You'll sometimes hear wonderful words, but I always say listen to action. They can be quite good at flattering. Very good flatterers tell you how wonderful you are, but then follow it up by tearing you down. And then they'll build you up again. And so that's when you notice there's this kind of unevenness there. And oftentimes it's extreme. You're wonderful. You're a wonderful partner. You're a terrible partner. And what happens is over time, again, this happens over time, the victim is just hanging in there to get the good, get to get the good one, to get the good. Um, you always told you about projecting. Let's think if there's anything else. You'll hear statements like you're crazy, you're overreacting, you're way too sensitive. When you start hearing those things, I want your radar to go up. Those are signs of a manipulator. And lastly, when the person blames everybody else, just blames everybody else, everyone else is lying, you know, especially if there's the kind of people that you trust that uh, you've, you've learned to respect them and he's putting them down. Again, it's kind of related to you know, tearing down the, the, the things and the people that you love. Your radar needs to go up. Your radar needs to go up. It might not be you. And it really isn't because I spend a lot of time trying to help these victims of gaslighting and narcissistic abuse to start to separate themselves from the other person. Because, wow, I'm okay. You're not. Sometimes I've helped gaslighters where they have engaged uh, the person's family and nobody is saying they're okay. And sometimes judges don't say they're okay. And everyone's putting down the victim. And the victim starts to go, well, maybe it's me. And it's just oftentimes you're a voice of one. Uh, of course, you want, you know, I'll talk about this in other videos, but you want to seek out support, supportive people. Uh, but they're good at taking, you know, getting everybody against you because it's so important for them to win. It's so important for them to look good. And so that's just a little bit of some of the tactics of gaslighters and those. And that's it's totally abuse, it's mental abuse. You know, I'll be talking about the effects of it a little bit more than I did today, but it's definitely mental abuse. And I want you or anybody you know that's going through this to be able to recognize some of these signs. That's all I want to say about that. Thank you for listening. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. That's it for today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity Podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. For free resources and materials, head over to toddkrieger.com. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you.